People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show, bringing to you today lesson number 14, tolerance to intolerance. And I wrote on my blog, I wrote the desperation of help needed in the country, also known as Thailand, the one that I'm residing in for probably I don't know how much longer, but oh boy, we got to get into this. I was reading this and I was like, you, oh, this is going to relate to everyone. So I really want to just dive into this and give you guys this introduction because it's about to get filthy up in here. So let's first break this down. First, intolerance is basically a form of ignorance, okay, which must be mastered before any form of enduring success may be attained. It is the chief cause of all wars. It makes enemies in business and in the professions. It disintegrates. The organized forces of society in a thousand forms and stands like a might giant as a barrier to the abolition of war. Second, intolerance is the chief disintegrating force in the organized religions of the world where it plays havoc with the greatest power for good there is on earth by breaking up that power into small sects. And denominations which spend as much effort opposing each other as they do in destroying the evils of the world. There it is. Welcome. You know, what what I did write, I wrote on the blog first because, of course, I'm going to get into all of this and this is going to relate to, you know what, hell with it. I'm going to actually just talk about this right now. 2001, September 11th, everyone knows where they were that morning. It's a tragedy. We still don't know what exactly happened. I mean, we know, we saw what we saw with our eyes, but everything behind it is just all semantics. And of course, a lot of people in New York would actually preach that and say, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Um, but you know what that did? So the majority of Anglo-Americans, I'm not even going to say African-Americans because I've never heard an African-American say I hate Muslims. Never. I actually work with teachers who say, oh, I don't want to go to Indonesia because they're Muslim. I work with those teachers. Why do you think they ended up embedding that type of mindset towards a group of people? What ended up happening in 2000, I think it was 2002, 2003, the Bali bombings, Australia, they ended up saying, oh, I hate Muslims too. The British, obviously, this is what, you you know, I'm just telling you guys, I'm just, you, got, you guys are the ones that actually went to Australia, all the prisoners, and then you guys went to America and started colonizing everything, you know, that's basically, okay, the, the British, the Italians, the Spaniards, the Portuguese, the this, the Netherlands, the, the everyone who's comprised or comprised of that Anglo blood, no offense, this is, this is history, let me give you a history lesson, but the British hate Muslims too, now, how many times do you hear on a plane in America, that, oh, this, um, this, this white lady doesn't want to sit next to the Muslim lady. Why do you think she developed that? Before September 11, 2001, there was never a problem with Muslims, were there? Was there? Never, ever, ever. I remember the first time I saw Buddhist monks on the street, and, uh, on the street, also named as Nellis in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. I was like, oh my god, they look so cool. What's the orange thing that they're wearing? You know, I was ignorant. I was ignorant, but I was interested. I didn't say, oh, I hate Muslims. Absolutely not. I did not. But you know what? I ended up developing something so stupid that the disgusting American media that embedded into my conscious mind, such as the first time I actually came across a Muslim teacher in the south of Thailand, I couldn't see Tamarat. 
She didn't make eye contact with me. She didn't speak to me or anything. For the first 20 minutes, I was like, I'm not going to speak to her. But no, I did see Muslims, and I had no problems with them. I see them all the time. I saw them in the south of Thailand because that's where a lot of them are. No problem. Thai Muslims are actually very, very nice, to be honest with you. Well, actually, they're all very nice. Well, you know, Dubai is questionable. But I love Dubai. Uh, so it, the thing is, next thing you know, 20 minutes later, she flipped the script on me. She started speaking English, and she ended up being the most wonderful Thai teacher I've ever met in my life to this day. That was four years ago. Marina Weldy. The most gorgeous, the most beautiful, the most charismatic, the most personable, you name it. See, guys, these labels are bullshit. How the hell can you literally single out an entire group of people because of their faith? You know, also, intolerance, it can stem from the littlest events, too. I remember back in 2007, I was on a bus, right? And I remember there was this black guy. I'm not even going to call him black. African-American, but he was, like, mixed with some things. You know, us Americans, we're mixed with everything. And so this guy was, in, you know, he was riding the bus, and he said, good morning. I said, wow, bus drivers don't say good morning in Las Vegas. And you know what? I was going to the gym, Las Vegas Athletic Club. Horrible gym. Um, And then I went there a couple days later. And that same guy, he was very, very agitated. He was annoyed. His intolerance was at the threshold. I remember I sat down, and the bus was packed, and I started hearing a lot of people chatter. And then I hear someone say, fuck you, bus driver! And this other guy, Anglo, he was like, oh, he must be from New York. (laughs) That guy's intolerance grew over. See, we all have that. We have, it's kind of like when the blood pressure goes up, it's because that intolerance, and that's the ultimate killer of man. I've told you this already. I'm going to give you another story. One day, now, this is out of Napoleon Hill's book, okay? I'm going to tell you this story from Napoleon Hill's book. He said, one day I was introduced to a young man of unusually fine appearance. His clear eye, his warm hand clasped, the tone of his voice, and the splendid taste with which he was groomed marked him as a young man of the highest intellectual type. He was of the typical young American college student type. And as I ran my eyes over him hurriedly, studying his personality, as one will naturally do under such circumstances, he said he observed a knight of Columbus pin on his vest. Instantly, I released his hand as if it were a piece of ice. This was done so quickly that it surprised both him and me. As I excused myself and started to walk away, I glanced down at the Masonic pin that I wore on my vest. Then took another look at his Knight of Columbus pin and wondered why a couple of trinkets such as these could dig such a deep chasm between men who knew nothing about each other. All the remainder of that day, I kept thinking of the incident because it bothered me. I I had always taken considerable pride in the thought that I was tolerant with all men. But here was a spontaneous outburst of intolerance, which proved that sat down in my subconscious mind existed a complex that was influencing me toward narrow-mindedness. This discovery so shocked me that I began a systematic process of psychoanalysis through which I searched into the very depths of my soul for the cause of my rudeness. Why did I abruptly release that young man's hand and turn away from him when you knew nothing about him? End quote. 
You see that? The Knight of Columbus. I'm guessing this was basically uh, predicated off religion. Okay? It's kind of like what's happening right now between, what is it, Palestine and... Well, this has been happening for a very, very long time. The literally cleansing of the pa uh, Palestine, you know, from the Israelis. Isn't Israel... Are they Christian or Jew? I'm not even sure. I don't, I don't really get into all this religion, but... You look at what's happening right now, there's like judo, judo competitions, there's Olympics, there's this, there's that, and Israel and, and all Middle Eastern countries, nope. If the if the judo championships, which just, which just happened about two, three months ago, there was an Israeli that won, I think, or it was vice versa, an Israeli won the championships, and in Dubai, they did not play his national anthem. That is a country of intolerance. Based off his religion, you are going to show him no respect. If that's the case, we should not show us Americans respect ever again because of what we have done. It makes no sense, right? Let me bring you to a story that just happened yesterday or just a couple days ago. Yeah, I was actually walking, just coming out the train and whatnot. And I remember I was facing this woman. She was walking in the opposite direction. She saw me. She gave me a dirty look. She took, she completely went in the opposite direction turning her head so hard to the left to avoid any contact with me. Welcome to Thailand. It's kind of like when I was actually walking down the streets of Nakhon Si Tamarat. And these two girls were laughing outside of a shop and then they turned to me, they looked at me, and they gave me one of the most disgusting looks I've ever received in my life. Welcome to Thailand. It's kind of like those schools in Thailand who get my resume and say, Oh, this man has fine credentials. He has fine experience. Picture, black, bin, trash can. Welcome to Thailand. Guys, this is called intolerance. Everyone is suffering from this. I'm calling out all the Americans. I'm calling out even myself. Because you know what? Are all Thai people like this? No. But it needs to be brought together. It's kind of like Thai people have grown tolerant to the fatalities on the road. In one week, there were 500 fatalities and more than 2,000 injured. In one week during New Year's. That's 2,000 per month. That's 24,000 per year dead. Thai people have grown tolerant over the fact that, yes... The Buddhist creed says everything will be taken from us and therefore we're going to act like a goddamn fool on the roads. And we are going to drive with intent to kill our fellow Samaritans. See, a lot of people, it's, it's, fun, it's really shocking because I'm actually looking out my bedroom window right now and I'm looking at the road and the sky train right now. And you see some motorbikes are driving the speed limit, and then you see monsters just flying right by them. It's not even that. They're the ones that are ultimately always dying because cars just don't give a shit. But also, if you go to the poor part of where I was just living and I told you guys the stories about, you will see these polluted-ass trucks, these tour buses, and they drive at some of the most insane speeds ever. There are no police here. Police do not have laptops in the car like they do back in America, and they can hurry up and chase him down and say, hey, we're pawning your car, you're going to jail. No. If there's no money involved, police will do nothing. And so, who suffers? Thai people. They've grown tolerant to the fact that, hey, maybe everything is going to be taken away from me. It's kind of like those students that I had recently, whereas I was telling them the Vegas Story Massacre, and they started laughing. And these were older students, and I went off on them, and I never taught them or saw them again. Disgusting human beings. They've grown tolerant 
at the fact that everything will be taken away from them. This is the problem. Tolerance, intolerance. (sighs) This is a deep one. This is one that's going to disrupt a lot of you out there. This is one of the most critical chapters in this book because this is what the world is suffering from right this moment. So it's time, people. It's time to, to, to basically figure out what are you tolerating? What can you not tolerate? If you're on a SkyTrain, if you're anywhere in public transportation, what I see all the time, and I get onto the train and you immediately do a 180 degree turn so you do not face me, that's disgusting. You have intolerance. Colorism, racism. It's embedded in your subconscious. Whatever the ideas, behaviors, and habits, and whatever you've had throughout your entire life, it's disgusting. Your parents have done a terrible job. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. I had to say that. Um, but honestly, look at it that way. You know, yesterday I was actually on the Sky Train, and some good things happened. You know, this is what I like. You know, because sometimes it gets really packed in the morning when I'm going to the other side of hell. Uh, because I live in a, I live in heaven right now, but where I work, it's hell. Uh, yeah, I call it hell. What you gonna do? No, um, so I'm only there for a couple more months, so who cares? Um, so basically, these people who I work, I mean, I'm sorry, these people on the train, it gets really, really packed, right? So I had a little bit of a situation yesterday where I did not, I lacked the, you know, I had intolerance. It came about me. Because this guy was literally standing so close to me that I couldn't even breathe. And three of these women were looking at me like, ooh, he can't tolerate a man standing close to him. No, because his butt was almost up against my butt, my junk trunk. And that just that's just weird. But then a lot of you would be like, what if it was a woman? Well, that's a different story. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but then I scooted out and I, start, I, I stood next to this university student. And she was standing so close to me. She was kind of like rubbing up against me. And I'm like... You can tolerate an African-American. Bravo. See, that's what I love. I love being part of the team, of the group, of humanity. See, if I'm standing right here in my lonesome in the corner and everyone else is squished up against that side, there you go. You have intolerance. But yesterday, everyone was all squished together and people were standing so close to me and kept looking at me and looking at what, you know, I was watching on my phone because I was laughing. And, you know, some of the women, they were standing close to me. And that was just a good feeling because they were not holding their goddamn nose closed like a lot of people with intolerance do. Welcome to Thailand. So, guys, welcome to the introduction of tolerance. This is going to be a doozy. Y'all best to get ready for this because it's about to get filthy up in here. So, guys, if you want to see the write-up of that, TheArsenioBuckShow.com, okay? Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview I did yesterday. Uh, you guys can also tune into that. Just go on to iTunes or just The Arsenio Buck Show anywhere. You can find that interview just about anywhere. So I hope you guys uh, let me know what you guys think about that. Let me know who else you would like me to interview and whatnot, and we can just keep on going. So until then, people, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Thanks for tuning back into another pre-recorded podcast. As always, this is your host, over and out.